Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. Father, thank you. We ask that you will speak to us one more time in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. How many of you are enjoying the word of God? And I hope you have your Bibles. Lift your Bible. Let's see. Mm, I see a Bible here. I see one here. I see one there. I see one there. I see one there. I see one. See one. Ah, uh, when did you buy it? Today? Or oh, you've always had it? Where is yours? Is where? You don't have one. You didn't bring it. Why didn't you bring your Bible? Pastor, where is your Bible? A pastor without a Bible is coming. Why is there a car? Hallelujah. Lift your Bible. Say, this is my Bible. I believe what it says. And I will do what it says. I will become what it says. And I'm a victor by what it says. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, we thank God for the Bible. Pastor I see you didn't have your Bible. All right. Tonight, we're continuing with our fasting. Grace for speed. And um, I believe we've been enjoying the word of God so far. Amen. Now, God is going to give us a grace for divine speed. Oh, you did not say amen. I, I want to welcome all those watching online. Come on, church, you're welcome. And everyone else. God is going to give us grace for speed. You know, many years ago, I remember um, back at Tech, one time I was, I had this little small motorbike I was riding around a place called Kenton Corner that leads to Elite College from Botanical Gardens there. And I was on my bike and I saw a guy walking and I passed him. And a guy with a bicycle, then I passed him. As I was, I was on my motorbike, a car took him to pass me. And within that space, the Holy Spirit taught me what grace was. Say, the guy walking did not have like, a lot of grace. Bicycle was okay, but he didn't have so much grace. Motor is not bad, but a car is highest. They talk about a plane. Amen. They talk about supernatural transportation. So choose your level. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, 
The grace of God is going to come, but it's going to be established upon a certain understanding in your life and in my life that it will be able to function. Say amen. So we began to look at why God will not do what we want him to do. And why sometimes certain things delay. Why you've not broken through, if I may say, in that sense, yet. Why you've not been able to attain, you know, what God really wants you to do. And for the past few days, we looked at patience being so important to God that he will do everything to accomplish it in us. The patience is so important to God that he will do anything and everything possible to accomplish it in us. And we said, when you look at the word patience, often you, you won't really appreciate it till you break it down. You get it. When you break it down, that's where you understand its value. So for instance, if, if someone says, I'll give you $1 million. Yeah. You may never really appreciate what $1 million is. Because you can hear a musician like maybe Puff Daddy say, he got a diamond ring for $1 million. So you may easily think that the value of $1 million is a ring. But that's not true. Do you know the value of $1 million? How many of you have ever passed here before going down? There's an orange house and a white house. Each one of those houses cost $240,000. One day I was asked, I passed by and I asked the landlord, how much does your house cost? Yeah, just $240,000. Just. So $1 million, that's one, that's one house for you. Then a very good car, maybe a Lancusa, which is about $120,000. Then maybe a very good business, like a perfume shop, <laughs> which may be about $50,000, or not even more, or less, maybe $25,000. Then you have another shop, then maybe another restaurant, and you can do all these even still within about $600,000 and still have extra $400,000 that you've not touched. That's the value of $1 million. But you can easily think that $1 million is just a ring. It's not a ring. There are people who don't know its value who buy rings with it. Amen. Then someone say, what is 10,000 CDs? They say, oh, iPhone. 10,000 is not iPhone. I'm not saying if you have your 10,000, you want to buy an iPhone, don't buy a bag. <laughs> But if you break it down, 10,000 is 
Come in. Forget about iron rods. 10,000 is an ass school fees. That's like a whole four-year university education. That's your phone. <laughs> I, <laughs> you don't know what value is. I'm not, again, I beg you. Don't get me wrong. I beg. Uh -huh. Jesus, Jesus, uh, what's her name? Aquano, Judas. He was trying to show the value of the perfume, and Jesus said, Shut up, let's uh, waste it. It's even though I know it's value, it's 10 a year's wages, but manin tungu meso. So, there are times that you, when you look at the value of things, it's so high, but I mean, you just have to spend. It's nice, you are blessed. There are, there are times you can even do 800 CDs or 1,000 CDs. It's like, Obi to me a toy mo, a toy chicken one box. Obi to me a toy, Obi to me a dishu, bare one month ofi. But there are times you just go have to go and sit in a good restaurant for shaggy reasons and just eat it, you and your beloved, and just chill yourself. Amen. So we are just trying to look at the value of things. So the value of patience is not just the word patience, but we said that the value of or the what was really in patience, amen, was what we call steadfastness. Are you here? Number one, we said it was what? Endurance, actually. And we said endurance is what? Survival. God wants you to learn survival. Then number two, we said it was what? Steadfastness, which was which meant what? I'm being unshakable, unbendable, unbreakable. Come again, resolute, loyal in difficult times. Wow. So that's where we ended, not so. All right. And I promised I was going to continue. As I began to look through the scriptures and the Spirit of God was talking to me, he began to even expound this thing more. Amen. So today we want to look at three more things God wants to accomplish in us. Oh, I thought you'd be happy. <laughs> Three more things that the Spirit of God is going to accomplish in us so that He will be able to now entrust certain things into our hands. You must understand that in this kingdom, certain things must be entrusted. Must be what? There are certain things that if you are not found, your vessel is not found worthy, it will never be put in. Are you here? Never. Never. There are certain bowls that no matter what, you never put anything inside. But there are other bowls 
you will. There are other past, there are pastors that the Spirit of God is not going to entrust them with anything. So now when I think, I ask myself, am I a kind of vessel that can handle a million dollars for God? Am I the kind of vessel? Because every man of God you see, it's just, what you are seeing is just a, a reflection of what is on the inside. Yesterday I was sharing with one of the pastors. I told him, your ministry, the church you are pastoring, it shows who you are on the inside. Do you get it? We can stand, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. We can stand the same. Where we wear suits, he's taller than me. Looking dapper. But we, do, we are not made, we are not of the same content. Do you, you understand? We are not of the same content. The only time you will know what we are made of is when you give us a chance to do something. You go to a class, three children are seated. Or ten children, all of them are talking. No, 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 no. They look the same. They look all the same age. But give them an exam. That's where you see that they are all different. Some will be taking two. Some will be scoring two. Some will be scoring nine. So it's only when you give people the opportunity to express something that you know the content. Are you in church? And the content is what God wants to improve. Because if the content is not improved, the expressions will never be true and will be false. So before you think of expressing yourself, before you think of doing ministry, before you think of riches, before you think of prosperity, before you think of marriage, before you think of expressing anything in life, ask yourself, what do you carry on the inside? How pure, how true, how firm, how solid, how good, is what you carry that guarantees that when given the opportunity, you'll be able to express something worth it. Say the Spirit of the Lord, this church will be known for the word of God. This church will be, will be a teaching church. The, the Spirit of the Lord will pour illumination on everyone here. The least amongst us will teach and will come effortlessly. Anyone here, you pick a Bible, your eyes will be opened. And you will not struggle to communicate. And when you speak, it will make meaning to people. It will be crystal clear. It will fall upon. It will make meaning. People will understand. Your, your, your three sentences will light hundred light bulbs in people's minds. When you speak, people just keep saying, wow, 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 wow. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yep. That's what the Spirit just said. Sit down. Let's work this. So, now he's saying that he wants to accomplish patience in us. James 5. Was it James 5? What was our anchor scripture? James 1, sorry. 1, 3. James, a servant of God. 
and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. Greetings. Two. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Three. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Worketh so, like we said, God is going to try us because He wants perfect expression of our faith. So, He's going to try us to accomplish patience. And we saw that this patience was endurance, steadfast. And now we are here, we see it's patience itself. So, when He says that He wants to accomplish patience, what is patience? Is it just waiting? Is it just wait, stop? When someone, have you ever been, been in that place where you wanted something so bad and God says, wait? What is that? What does he get from that? <laughs> Are you here? Now, when God says, let knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience, give me a message. What he's trying to say, look at it. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and it shows its true colors. It shows its true. So the kind of patience here he's talking about, a good composure, a good composure, like the kind of composure, an excellent composure. When we nurture someone, you understand, like a good, up, uh, well brought up composure, a good natured composure in the face of delay. Like when something is delaying, when something is not coming. It's not just waiting, you know, but what he's saying is, is that when the, the true colors will open. So God said, I'll give you a car. The car is not coming. Like, God is not watching at just your waiting. But he's, what he's actually looking for, when he says, let patience have a perfect way, what he's actually saying, I want to see how composed you are as I delay. Good natured composure. Good natured what? Composure. In the face of delay, as as things are not working, what is your what is your composure? For instance, we all know the story of Sarah. God told Sarah, "God to Abraham, I'll I'll visit you and I'll you give birth at such a time." Sarah kept waiting and waiting and waiting, but you see that her composure was not nurtured. Her composure was not nurtured. Have you noticed that one of the things that can really trigger your real character is when you need something and it's not coming? Especially, especially when you sit in a church and it's delaying. Have you been there? When the, when the meat says, yeko, 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 and you have to be somewhere in the next 30 minutes and 
The guy just ignores everyone and stops at Legon. And someone is coming from the back. I say, and you are asking, when will this guy get here? Or someone is now going to cross the overhead. It's like, uh, train, train, especially that 37 bar stop. Max Mart, in front of Max Mart. That, you see, at that point, that's where all the demons that you didn't even know were in you start to just start. Am I in church? Or I'm just with Uber Uberians. But you will never be again. In a short while, you will not know what it is. You know, for a long time, I was not sitting in church. One day, I sat in church and someone hit me like this. I said, ah, why is this guy hitting me? So I go agitated. When I turn, the guy gave me money. He said, oh, farmer meat. And I remember, ah. When you sit in church, they pass money. But then my anger went. <laughs> That's how your, your story will be. Yeah. The guy hits me. I said, why, why do I have a fight with this guy? So I go and go and tell you, oh, but your first scan and mommy. Then I remember, ah, Pastor Mommy. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you sit in the kitchen, you are hungry. And the food is not coming, the time it should come. One of the things I don't like is to wait for food. Hey. And my wife, too, every time, when the food is not, she'll come and call me, Adriana, already. When I go, it's only water. I said, ah, where's the food? So I'm coming. I, one time I sat down like 10 minutes. The fufu is there. And the sad thing, girl, or the coin can cry for fufu. And my, I'm hungry, you know. Where's the soup? I'm coming. How long will it? I walked there. Give me my soup and let me come in. The composure is not there. And, and that's, you see, you, you waited, but you did not wait according to the rules of God. Yeah. And it's very important how you wait on God. Am I here? <clears throat> God is interested in your composure. <clears throat> See, God is interested in my composure. Now, one of the attitudes that God detests and really wants to get rid of in you is your inability to control your emotions and how easily you are irritated. I feel like the teaching is attacking some wild demons in the church. You see, you are here neatly dressed and seated. You did kingdom advance and everything. But Charlie, the truth is, if your mother provokes you right now, hey, if your beloved presses your trigger, you see that? We call it annoyance. Do you get it? 
and it has become so normal with men. We've become so annoyed with men that now we, we are confidently able to transfer this annoyance to God. Are you here? Ah, it is it. Where you sit sometimes, you are just irritated about the things of God. Yeah, don't, don't. I'm, I know I'm preaching. I know I'm saying it. So don't, don't, don't. I'm, I'm saying the right thing. Where, like, now you are really, truly irritated. And you see, that's what God wants to deliver you from. That's why he keeps telling you to wait. When someone fails the exam, what do you do? You repeat them in the class. Do we promote you because you've stayed in the class for too long? No. Or your age has passed the class. That's why some Christians are still where they are. And I don't want you to, God does not want you to be where you are and I don't also want you to go. That's why I'm trying to help us. Perhaps if you could change your attitude in waiting, you'll be promoted early. Because patience would have been accomplished. Let faith too. Consider it a share your friend. No, no, no. Four. Don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you can become mature and well-developed, not deficient in it. Let patients have a perfect work. Are you here? So what is the response God wants from you in your waiting? It's what we call forbearance. forbearance you've borne it already so when I'm going to sit down waiting my food you know what God wants God just wants me to know that this lady will delay the food so as you sit down you are smiling already you know it you know your mother is some way you know it. But she's your mother. My mother too is some way. Your dad is some way. When you see his call, you see that annoyance, annoyance. It triggers. But you know it's wrong. I'm, I'm, just, I'm not talking about God. Oh. I'll come to the God for, But this is the human factor where you see that we feel the end. So our frustration is now coming to God. So this is your dad who gave birth to who took care of you, who has spent all his life just trying to give you a future. You don't cut off your dad like that. It's not done. Like, can you cut off your finger? One day I was watching this program on whatever. The whatever, all the, some of these channels. A woman had the biggest thing on her leg like that. People have things under their cloth too. Obi onam fefefe ba scabi dane nine and not just a traunengu. No. You don't cut your finger off. You don't cut your leg off. 
if you had a mark on your hand, does it mean because of the mark? Like when, you know, if you are writing something and you made a mistake, you erase or you can tear the paper. But if you have a funny thing on your hand, does it mean because of your hand you can cut it? So you forbear it. Like when you look at it, you just smile. It's, it has become part of your pain. It has become part of your struggle. It has become part, part of your, your, your daily routine. So yeah, and there's nothing you can do. So you just enjoy it. So now, for you to be able to prove your patience, for you to be able to what? Prove your patience. God wants you to have what we call forbearance. Now, when forbearance is accomplished in you, guess what? Patience is accomplished. Sit down. So now, this is the case. Sandra is here. And uh, maybe she doesn't even have money. But God is telling her to sow a seed, a painful seed. You know, we all can get to that point where God asks you to do painful things. Yeah. Very painful things. Like, <laughs> one day, Bishop Adogo said he was there and he had a Range Rover. $100,000 plus. Then God just told him, take your Range Rover, go and give it to Bishop Ajinasari. Ah! He went with Range Rover, he came home with taxi. Are you here? Prophet Anapokusakode said one time he was in church, they were praying, 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 praying. Then he, he took, the Holy Spirit said, take your, your Mercedes and your wife's BMW. Put it, the wife didn't even know her car has been sown as a seed. You see, it's not every time you do these things that you are excited. Let's be honest. You don't have any money on you. Charlie, for the past two weeks, it's been tough. Then some 200 cities just drop. No, Holy Spirit said, you've not paid your tithe. Go and pay. Meanwhile, you've not eaten since morning. You see, it, it, pro, it provokes some annoyance. It, it comes out like that. But you see, you are failing. And that's why you'll be where you are. Your spiritual tolerance is low. Another meaning for forbearance is tolerance. Paying your tithe. You have to do it with tolerance. Do you, who, pay, who pays, who gives money to the church and is I mean, like, think about it. 
why should I give 10% of my money to someone? Bishop Oedipus puts his, his, his ministry pays 10% of all its income. Can you know the money we are talking about? One day I heard a story how they traveled to America and the plane they went. Every part of the plane they hid, they, there was money apart from the engine. They said he took an offering to Oral Robertson. When the white saw it, they were crying. They thought he was not correct. So what kind of black man is this? What does he want? God can tell you to give some certain things. Forgiveness is something that God can ask you to give unknowingly. You won't want to do it. Maybe your father was not there. The things were not there. God said, let go. Maybe someone went to gossip painfully about you. Then they say, forgive. You see, it can elicit annoyance. So a mortal man is annoyed with a divine God. Who will survive? Honoring God sometimes can be very annoying. Let me tell you. Imagine that when we started as a church. Let me, let's, let's, let's see. Then we were paying tight of 30 CDs or 300 CDs. Then now the church has maybe 100,000 a month. Then we have to dish out. Meanwhile, there are things to do. We have to dish out a whooping 10,000 and send it to a man we call our prophet. Huh? We send it to him. Every month we send it. You go and do your work. You have suffered. I mean, think about people who send tithes, good tithes to this church. We don't know how they suffer. My friend is behind this piece. He's suffering, working tirelessly. Then he's instructed by God every month to dish out good money he could have. Maybe that money he himself will even spend it for himself. It can provoke how do you call it? Irritation. It can irritate you. Say, Obi Dini birthday now. For shaggy reasons. Usika kakaya da Hong Kong kose fanako fakomano. Yes, a prophet. Say, Dinzi. Are you a prophet or Dini prophet? But you see, that's what God looks at. The people who can go through those things and cheer up. The people who go through those things and are tolerant. They are those that get blessed. Are you here? And the reason why some of us are still where we are is because some of these little things have eaten us up. We will do it, but not with the right heart. We will give the offering, but we are talking. We will give the honor, but deep down our hearts is not genuine. We obey, but not with the right heart. There's a king like that. He did, he did the right things. He did all the perfect. He did everything perfect in the sight of the Lord. He did everything right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a perfect heart. I think it's Second Chronicles of First Chronicles twenty-five. Amaziah. 
Gamel. God wants true tolerance. There's nothing irritating like I come back from town. I'm tired. Maybe my wife is also tired. She's also been waiting. Then I come like, hey, heat water for me. Where's my food? Like, what is it? We are also not idle here. We are also, we've also been busy. But you see, the attitude. The atti- this is one of the main reasons a lot of Christians, their seeds don't bear fruit. And their seasons never change. And it can happen. It happen if I know it can, it happen to all. If you be sincere, you felt like that many times. You felt like that. Why should I take my thousand and give it to him? Why should I go and give him my thousand as professor? Explain. Why? Someone sends the church an offering. God says, take $5,000. Put it in an envelope. I'm giving it to you. You see, sometimes you cannot see a need. Then the Holy Spirit says, give. Give it. Be the one to solve the need. I remember one time, someone brought us microphones. Brand new from America. Trade fair. When I put my hands to pray over them, I heard clearly, take this microphone to Prophet Solo. Hey, what a pain. I did it. The person who brought the microphone, I'm sure he himself will be wondering, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Well, I went with him to give the microphone. But I had God. I remember someone gave us a, uh, what's the name? Camera. Hey! One day God said, take the camera and go and give it to Prophet Solo. I did it. I remember the first speaker we got and what microphone. You even sent it. Were you the one? You took it to a doom. Me, my, me, the money, money, Then I took my graduate assistant, my dose is 1,800. Hey! I went to do my bot Unibex mic and Unibex speaker. I'm happy we are going to use it for fail. The day I brought it home, now God said, This mic and this, send it to Professor. That was Professor Lu's first set of instruments he, he used. So to, when he's happy talking, I'm also saying, mm, do you know how it's painful it was for me to send this microphone to you? Obia offering Obi cry. But God does not want you to cry. You cry, you lose your blessing. God does not want you to do it with hesitation. Genesis 14 14. Tell me about going through a painful situation can sometimes make you lose your mind. But God wants you to be res- God, but God wants to be respected and be tongued through it all. So 
It's painful, but you're you are keeping your composure. It's like sometimes you can send someone and see the person is irritated. You know those SSDs. You send someone and the person is irritated, but some are very composed. You smile. Doris is like that. When you, when you send her, she's always smiling. Yeah. Like, yeah. go and do this. A tough job. You give her, but she's okay. You see, it shows you that ah, I respect you. What you are, even though I'm tired, I won't let my, fo- my foolishness make me misbehave. But some of us, when we lose your mind small, you are all over. What do you mean, warning? I want 25 in shot, uh, warning shot. What do you warning shot? Genesis 14, 14. When Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his chain servant, born in his own house, 318 and pursued them unto that. Verse 15. And he divided himself against them he and his servants by night and smote them and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. 16. And he brought, look at Abraham, he went to fight. Huh? Struggle. He said he went to pursue them unto and fought them and killed everything. Then when he sweat everything, he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot. And his goods, and the woman also, and the people. Verse 17. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Shedolorama and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shave, which is the king's deal. 18. And Melchizedek. Abraham has gone to sweat. Abraham has gone to suffer. I'm talking about tithes. Then Melchizedek is standing there. As a man of God in the temple. He doesn't know how Abraham killed. He doesn't know Abraham used a sword. He doesn't know anything. But Abraham comes in genuinely, wholeheartedly, truthfully. Look at it. And Melchizedek brought forth bread and wine. And he was a priest of the Most High, verse 19. It means that he blessed Abraham. He ministered. He ministered to Abraham. And guess what? And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham, most high, possessor of it. No, no, I saw you. Like the way you go and work and work and we move day and night and come. Then when you can just say, Be blessed, be blessed. It's time, it's, it's time to take offering. Then I take your money. You know. I'm not the first person who started doing this. Is that amazing? Things are in the Bible. You just don't know. 20. And he blessed the most which had delivered the enemy into the end. And after he blessed. So when I stand and say, you will not die this year. This year you are blessed. Good news is coming. Then when I finish, say, let's bring our tithes. That's the same thing. He blessed him. He gave him communion. Blessed him. So you see, when we take communion after I say, it's time for offering. I'm not wrong. Abraham did the same thing. And say, we, are, we follow the faith of Abraham. And he delivered. He said, which... And blessed be the Moses which had delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And when he ministered to him. And Abraham did what? Gave him tithes. Joyfully. Gave him tithes of all. With tolerance. Forbearance. Yeah. 21. Go back. Verse this thing. Message. 
Abraham gave him a tenth of all the record, all the sweat, <laughs> all the pain, all the salary, all the up and down. He gave him a whooping 10% for doing what? Nothing. For serving him bread and wine. Which he labeled as communion. God told Abraham he did it. That's why God blessed Abraham. Are you here? Numbers 27. God spoke to Moses. 8. Take the staff. Assemble the community. You and your brother Aaron. Speak to the rock. Look at what. What he said. Speak to that rock that's in front of you of them. And it will give you water. And what did he do? You will bring water out of the rock for them. Congregation and cattle will move rain. Nine. Moses took the staff away from God's presence as commanded. Ten. He and Aaron rounded up the whole congregation in front of them. Moses spoke, listen, rebels, do we have what to bring? What do we have what to bring water out of this rock for you? Eleven. With that, Moses raised his arm and slammed his staff against the rock. Once, twice, water poured out of the congregation and cattle drank. Verse 11, verse 12. God said, Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust me, because you did not honor me, because you did not treat me with holy reverence in front of them, your attitude was bad. Your attitude was bad. You could not forbear me. You could not tolerate me. You are angry, so when your pastor called you, frown. You, you got angry. God told you, sow a seed. You pretended. God has been telling you, pay your tithe. You, you've, you've decided you won't pay. That's why, you, that's why you may never really experience the anointing like you should. Yeah. God told you, honor this person. You won't honor. What would you do this? You won't do. You see, whatever God would tell you, most of the time, it's not easy to do. Tell me, any, give me 10 things that make sense in the Bible to do. Just let's open up. From Jesus' death, I've given you one. 10 things that make sense in this our Bible. So that if we're walking by sense, then this thing will, be, it will not hold. Even honor your father and your mother, you see you are struggling. Because sometimes it doesn't make sense to you. How your father is misbehaving, but still you say honor him. Unyanka, one day you you back come out your child, Papa. I wonder why your mommy. Then I'm in Fanda. Ewasa. Wonia. Why am I? That's just a bonus track. God wants us to what? Forbear. <clears throat> you know, honoring a man of God can sometimes be very annoying. And it can bring some of the things in you. So, maybe the miracle you're waiting for is not showing because your attitude in waiting is very bad. I'm talking about attitude. Maybe you're not seeing the miracle because you don't respect. You don't put up a nice face. You're not humble inside. 
Nobody can talk to you. Nobody can rebuke you. Nobody can actually say anything that makes sense to you. Maybe that's why God is actually keeping you in circles. And the day you really settled in your heart that you put up a good attitude, maybe from that day you really experience God's blessings. One plus one, eh, then. It is a bizarre one plus one, or a treya. Mama, I'll pass, baby. As long as you keep saying treya, I'll fail you. That's God for you. Don't make, don't let us make our journey with God so long. Someone who pay tight, but will remember all too. Someone will give prophets honor, but it's like hey, I was forced to do it. Someone, there's so much pain attached to obeying God and saying yes. There's, there's no, there's no true heart attached. There's no forbearance. There's no patience. Patience is not just waiting. I said patience is attitude in waiting. Are you irritated? Moses, are you irritated? God, and Moses climbed out the mountain. And the first day, second day, after some days, God showed up. Are you irritated I did not come early? You see, the, some of our fathers are great men of God. If you want to meet them, eh? <laughs> sometimes you have to wait for six months. Will you be offended? Hmm? Someone was going to wait for Bishop Dark. He waited uh, <laughs> 12 midnight. He didn't call him. Then he woke up and went home. It's not easy. We want to wait on God. Wait on God. I think God is going to just rush to you. And you frowned your face. He's not even coming in the first day if your face is frowned. Recently, my mother and I were dealing with something. And I, I was telling my mother, this person has to be patient. It's not just about doing this and this for the person. Patience has to be accomplished. Else the person will never have the blessing. Anything you cannot be patient. Because the patience is also part of what God is looking at. What in name can I say? And everybody's been tested for patience. Everybody. We're not there one time where they do some beach capital people can be saying they can give us loans, what, what. If it's not your level, it's not your level. What I say? There's a level you get to, it works. But if you rush ahead, you will crash. Were you guys here when I was telling you that? Um, you take someone like Bishop Oti. He can relate with Bishop Dark as a son. Bishop Oti can relate with Bishop Dark. How? Because as Bishop Oti is there right now, if Bishop Dark calls him, I'm going to America, let's go. He already has his American visa. Ticket is not a problem. He can just carry his bag tomorrow. He's there. He's gone to Korea with Bishop. Bishop Dark took him to Korea. They went to Dr. Cho's burial. He's gotten there. Now, Mubarak has not gotten. Mubarak still wants to be a son of Bishop Dark. What are you? What? What? What do you? What are you bringing on the table? What is your CV? But in waiting, when David showed up, if David did not have a 
a testimony. They would have sacked him. He had to show up with a CV. I killed a bear and I killed a lion. What have you killed? What have you survived? Where you are? The, the, you are at bantamweight. Do you know bantamweight? Light, su- super lightweight. Oh, the white hair paper. And so, who person only heavyweight for nebo? Heavyweight is your ball back one. Overheading. What sorry? Yeah, the Asori Sikin Yabum, maybe I'm toxicating my name called Lagos. And so, still, who person only wine? Apostle wine wine and um. Patience. With time things work out. What do you say? What with time things work out? You see some ladies, they just want to flow with some other girl. This girl you are flowing with, hmm? one of her shoes will buy all the clothes in your wardrobe. This girl you are trying to compete with. The perfume bacon, every two hours, goofies. I mean, why you have not one here? I don't just say your perfume, no boy, eh, the same. I don't know what else he has here. Different room. And I make a hundred. Different room. I don't just say perfume, no boy, the same. What shall we now, Mr. Michel? I don't just say wigging here, the same. I bought in a maboom, it's a new jersey. Wigna had the boy and he had the same. Matadi F, Matadi F, my new jersey and the price near the same. Levels day inside. And to every level, you must be patient to be promoted. The difference between classes and class one is that there's a like five years. I said, Mira class one here and woe here. What do you say? And you want to be better than class one because I mean, what classes here, the same height in the main family and classes. It's not done like that. And we now see us and also we know we need us are now we are not me. Anything that be our home one now, you better crack crack and amen receive and so neti and neti because you are not learning. You are not joyful. You are not happy. You are not celebrating your level. You are not appreciative. What is it make now? Tear repent quickly. I hope I have some time. Ah, time is gone. <clears throat> God wants to accomplish perfection. James 1 4. Are you here? Are you ready for 30 minutes at the altar? Today, a lot of people did not join the prayer. Are you getting tired? Let's go. But let patience have her perfect work. Her what? Perfect work. That you may also be what? Perfect. Perfection is also important to God. That's why he won't rush to do anything for you till he has begun to see a change. Hebrews 6 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works 
and of faith towards God. Let us go on to what? Perfection. Ephesians 4.12 God, let's start 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some teachers and some pastors, 12, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. But fourth, foremost, he gave it for the perfecting of the saints. So there's a certain completeness there's a certain wholeness. There's a certain, um, how do you call it? Synonyms for perfection. A certain, what? Excellence or just fullness that God wants you to come out with. One day when you get pregnant and you're about to give birth. Normally, you can give birth between 36 months and 40 months. Between 36 and 40. Sorry, months. I said months. Weeks. Hey, months are then. And the woman now has a Methuselah. <laughs> but you know, at 36 weeks, next year she has got me. When you go, they say, oh, wait, let's wait small. Let's wait some two more weeks. Because sometimes that two weeks that you pray on to deliver no, can let the baby come out breathing problems. So you see that the baby is not whole. You'll be going to hospital. You say the baby has this, has this pain. Lungs are not fully developed. I'm wondering why the lungs cannot develop from one to 36. And just that extra one week or two weeks is what to cause the lung. So you have to be patient. But... Oh, oh, holding something for just two weeks and not going to hospital, huh? And forcing to give it at 36, and every day you'll be going to the which one do you like? My bread. You need to be perfect. God, I'm tired. I know you want perfection. I know you want patience. But I want to let you know that I can't bear this situation anymore. Wipe your tears. He's not coming. God, look at how I'm, I'm embarrassed. Look, it's not, it's not a nice feeling. I don't like it. I could have made it on my own. He's also listening to the preaching, leaving. For the perfecting of the sins, God wants you to be perfected. God wants you to be perfected. God wants you to be a complete Christian. Listen, there are many things out there. Hey. <laughs> I said there are many things out there. And I can hear story eh? Then you ask yourself, is this a man of God who did this? Yeah. Because they were not perfected in their training. God never really had a full work in them. You see, as I'm sitting here, there are still territories that if I try can affect me badly. 
and can take me down, I'll be, um, I'll, be I'll lose it. <clears throat> I'll just go off. Hmm? Yeah, because I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm in do here. Can I tell one of such mistakes I can do? <clears throat> if I decide that I'm going to take 10,000 cities and print a big billboard and put it in front of the palace mall. Atomic. I wear my shoes like that and say, hey, come to church Sunday. Oil for prosperity. That's the day Pastor Mubarak has backslidden. It's called premature exposure. Man. Or out, out. You know, see the way the background now, just take a hand. And I'll print thousand posters. When you're at 37, you see. What's our next conference? Maybe I'll oh, form another conference. Supernatural enveloping. <laughs> then I'll, I'll give me the mic. And I'll hold the mic like this. Then they will print the posters. Meanwhile, sorry, I sorry get to worry you. You can see some billboard when you go to the you ah, it's not commensurate. If I don't pray, or pray home. You should be doing one on one. You should not be known. There's a there's there's a there's a way that if you go, you can go off. Yeah. And you, the only way you won't go down that lane is that God will perfect you. When a man of God is perfected, when he comes in, he doesn't make mistakes. You see, by, by the message of God, you see all these men of God, Apostle Aramil Sae, Apostle jo- Joshua Selman, Apostle Orokbo. These are men who have been with God for years. <laughs> Apostle Orokbo, you see him like he's 40 years plus. Yes, you see him young like that. He's 40 years plus. He's been doing this for like maybe 20 years. Apostle Selman has been preaching for years. He, he tells a testimony how he came and preached even in Accra Technical University those days. 2012 or 2028. Nobody knew him. People have, they, you see, they are men of God. They are underground right now. God is bringing them up. You just have to wait for God to pay. So, by the time Apostle Selma is standing on Archbishop's pulpit, he's made, he's perfected. It's not gimmicks. When he sees three people, your blind eyes are getting open right now. It's, angels are confirming it. Undo hoye. That you, you're able to buy a nice suit does not mean you are anointed. Suits, everybody can buy suits. Hmm? Are you in church? Am I teaching? So you need this understanding. God wants to accomplish perfection. Do you know sometimes the rice is cooked? It's like, this is cooked. Have you been there? Where you dish the rice like, 
rice and eggs to you. It's like, this is. Then at other times too, no, give it to me, I'm hungry. Then they dish it and, uh, hey, Audrey, I'm on embeo. That was who be the. But who be the? You're going to buy kebab. You go and then you chew one, you can't chew. You chew the second one, you can't chew. You chew, then you see four kebab. You just clean the pepper by the kebab. <laughs> the pepper, the kebab is lying down. You couldn't wait. The heat didn't end anything. Worry, worry, Muko. You should have just gone and bought pepper. You wasted your money. Powdered pepper and maggi. <laughs> Hallelujah. Finally, for tonight, God wants to accomplish faith. Amen. Now, this kind of faith is a bit different. Ivy, are you here? Good. This kind of faith is a bit different. How is it different? It is different because it's not actually just straightforward faith. But it's an attribute of faith that is derived from it, which is called pistos. That's faithfulness. Faithful, to be faithful. Faith is pistos. Now, are you here? What is faithfulness? Ask your neighbor, neighbor. What is faithfulness? <clears throat> faithfulness is is like being steadfast. But this time, in reference to duty. Colossians 1, 2. Let's have a Colossians 1, 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and to, and to Timotheus, our brother. 2. To the saints and faithful, put that in yellow. Tell anybody, it's good to be faithful. God wants to accomplish faithfulness. So, to the saints and what? Faithful brethren in Christ. Which are at Colossae. To the faithful. Those God have found To be unwavering in devotion. What you've set your eyes to do, you don't shake towards it. It's the ability of not neglecting your duty.
in the face of difficult circumstances, stressful situations, you are still constant to duty. I remember my spiritual father said, Mubarak, you know, I'm proud of you. Why are you proud of me? He said, even in COVID, you are still sending tights. And I said, ah, why won't I send my tights in COVID? Why? Why won't I? Maybe some people stop paying tights in COVID, but that's not how I go. Devotion. Unwavering. You see, God wants to see a group of people who commit to his work regardless, regardless. Now, hear me. The work of God comes with so many challenges. It's one of the easiest things to quit. It's one of the easiest things to say you won't do. I mean, think about coming to church and coming on time. You can, it's one, what holds you? Some look at how Friday night we are here, then Saturday morning we come, we spend the whole day in church. Sunday morning we are back again. This morning I slept just for about four hours. By five I'm up. Drove to Tema. Came and lie here. Pray, pray, pray. I'm back here again. But you don't shake. You don't waver. You don't change your mind. You don't say, I'm tired. You don't say, it's too much. God looks out for all those things. God is God. He has never been tired. He has never withdrawn a day. God is looking for a group of people who Push to duty, inconstancy. You are tired, but you are there. It's part of you see the wisdom of the world. Okay, is able to make certain arguments that make the things of God foolish. For instance, Pastor Isaiah, let's let's look at this analogy. Okay, Monday you go to work. What time do you close? Six or seven, let's say seven. So, averagely, you get home around nine. And you leave the house what time? As early as six. So, you go to work at six, you close at what? You get home at nine. Which means you just have some fewer. Maybe when you come, you have to do one or two things. Tuesday, you have to go to work. The same routine. And it's not like as you are in work, you are just sitting. You are moving. Wednesday, you have to go to work. Thursday, you have to go to work. Friday, you have to go to work. Sometimes Saturday. So what time do you get to even do your laundry? So it's like, common sense would have made you like, this is a phone. That is why the church has a camera. Sunday, just watch, watch. <laughs> watch life. Anna, isn't it a good argument? A very intellectual argument. You don't have to be in church. After all, worshiping God is in your heart. Or, 
As you are here, you know tired. You are tired. Then fasting, you are bread. Ah. Libya. That's the kind of argument we are talking about. But the wisdom of God is different. The wisdom of God is different. The wisdom of God is teaching you that. You must be in the presence of God. You must not forsake the, <laughs> the assembly of saints. It's teaching you that online church is not the same as in-house church. It takes a faithful servant. You are in school. Should you be here? No. By now you should be studying. We say we are fasting. Let's say someone brought me an envelope. I took the envelope. I know the person that said, hey, is it not your chop money you brought? <clears throat> is this not your chop money? Most likely it's their chop money. Am I not wicked to take it? I'm a wicked pastor. I'm very wicked. Someone has given his son chop money to come to school and you are here doing, uh, you are taking innocent people's money. But you see, that is the world. And as long as we stay in the world, it will teach us to accept its wisdom. But the wisdom of the world is not the wisdom of God. The wisdom of the world is not the wisdom of God. Will you stay true to your calling? If you got a job that will make you, or that will cause you to work from Monday to Saturday, and the only day you had was Sunday, will you stay true to your calling? That's faithfulness. If you travel to United Kingdom or France, and you woke up and all your hair, Tous les jours, les jours, les jours, les jours, mon père, c'est vrai, bien et Will you make excuses for starting a church? Or you will persevere too? If you found your place, you see, let me be honest then. Hey. To, to survive in Europe, eh? as a Christian, it takes grace. One day I told my mother, I'll go to church. Even the weather is discouraging. I told my mother, this Sunday, I've seen some church. I'll go there. When I woke up, do you know the time? 11 o'clock. <clears throat> Pastor. When I was there, I said, this Sunday, there's a church here. I'll go there. I brought my kaftan, everything. I said, I'm going to go to church. When I woke up, it was 11. They said they do 6 to, maybe 6 to 8, 30, they've closed. You can't even go to church. Of faithfulness. Of faithfulness. Will you be faithful? Some people, 
I didn't wear my word today. As time moves on, you see that some doctrines can be attacked. Yeah. One day someone called a member of this church and said, what kind of church I told you attend that when you go in the morning, you come in the evening? The lady got confused. To the point that <laughs> she had to now ask her, am I doing the right thing? By going to church in the morning. Isn't it not amazing that when people go and sleep in their boyfriend's house and come the next day, they don't ask themselves if it's the right thing they are doing. Am I in church? I thought you asked me to increase the volume. When I wearing boxer shorts and polo t-shirts. And you've opened the corner like this. I know. And you are walking in the kitchen. Madam, since when the ladies start wearing men's boxer shorts? And the nice lights. As you are walking there, some, some guys will go and wear panties. Ladies' panties, <laughs> if you care to know. Yeah, Yenka Hosso. It's it's, it has to be balanced. We What's a brand new pant? As a wig. Same on you. What a shock. Same way. So you've not thought twice about it. Obema wakoda obefi three days, a new asem. Obema koto bengu. There's nothing wrong with that. You are very faithful in that area. <laughs> she can count on you anytime. You are going to do. You've do. You've done pig feet stew, goat stew. Stop, and you've not complained. No. You stood on your feet since morning. When you read your name, me. No complaint. But you think twice when you come to church. Our loyalty, where does it stand? This lady I'm talking about had to, had a, had to get a dream. And in the dream, God confirmed to her, you are doing the right thing. She would have been shaken. Later on, this lady got a beloved in the church. And today she has a glorious destiny. Someone was just trying to talk her cheaply out of her destiny. Did God say, don't eat this fruit? And that's how Eve was taken out of her destiny. Faithfulness is what makes you stick to what you believe. And God really wants to accomplish faithfulness in you. God, you see, God wants to accomplish devotion. Loyalty to duty. That's why he's not going to bless you till he has seen it. Into your waiting, it's also because God wants to see how devoted you are to the work as things are not working. Do you get it? As you don't have money, how are you managing the work? How are you doing the work? Are you doing it because of offering? I never knew pastors are like... You know, the way people talk, 
I never knew, really knew that hey, pastoring was something that Charlie, you'll be blessed. It's just recently I began to see someone say, oh, pastor, I'm 300 small, something small for the boys. I never knew all of those who. I never knew. For a long time, as I pastored people, it was never part of the story that I will get money or someone will bless me. No, no. I, I pastored a group of people who I will pour my heart. They will go home and come and nobody will come. Sometimes nobody will even bring me 10 pesos. Yeah. And it was never a big deal because I, in my mind, I didn't even expect it. But God was watching. God was watching. God was watching. Yeah. That's how come today my church members can be a blessing to me. My church members can buy me a plane ticket. My church members can say, if you if you go, if you are going to the, use this for transport. Yeah. That's how someone can just walk into the office and be a blessing to me. Why? Because I have been faithful. I've stuck to the job. <clears throat> Are you here? <clears throat> when things get going, when the going gets tough, will you pay your tithes? Are you here? Hebrews eleven twenty nine. I tell you, when you travel to America, will you still be going to church? So you can do in say go on soon who do hana be on if you go to Italy right now will you be a Christian? Yeah. Some guys, if they enter Mary and they see the white woman, I'm not going back. They will never come back here. You see, they are not devoted. By faith, they pass through the Red Sea as by dry land. The Holy Spirit opened my eyes. I saw something here. He said, Mubarak, they did not pass by faith. They passed by faithfulness. Because when the Red Sea flipped, it was not an easy thing to pass through. <clears throat> now, Imagine, okay, you are in front of a sea and the sea flips wide like that. Uh, with no walls. And so it just rolls over like that. Then you, are, you have to walk in between, maybe like maybe three hours. Do you understand? What what will make you go and do that? It was because of their devotion. Because of the sense of duty they had. That we must get to where God has sent us. We must work the works of God. Moses said, let's go and do God's work. Let's go and <laughs> inherit the promise now. That's what caused them to enter. Because as they were entering, the only motivation was that we have to do the work. We have to keep going. That's how God wants it to be for us. It's raining, but I must be in church. I'm hungry, but we are fasting. 
You see, all these things, if God can accomplish them in you, when you see Bishop Dark, this is what has made Bishop Dark. When you see someone like Bishop Oedipo, this is what has made Bishop Oedipo. When you see someone like Pastor Chris, this is what has made Pastor Chris. When you see someone like Bishop Oti, this is what has made him. The faithfulness, the devotion to stick to it, to stick with smaller groups. Are you devoted to this church? This church that is seven people a week. Sunday, what do address who could preach and children ten? You are preaching, they are biting each other. In. Are you still devoted? Are you devoted when there are empty chairs? That is what God watches to bless you. Am I teaching? Are you devoted to coming to sing in front of 10 people and holding the mic and preparing and singing your heart like you are singing in front of a thousand people? That is when God blesses you. Not when you wait to see a thousand before you change your singing. When you are coming to church, are you looking at the empty seats or your seats to fill? That is how God blesses. If you know me, look at how I've dressed. I'm going to a conference in Geneva. Very serious. I've always been like this. I don't despise my work. If you've known me from day one, you know I don't despise my every opportunity to stand in front of God's people is taken serious. Whether one, two, or three. Under the tree, my brothers and sisters, I used to wear suit and tie. How many of you were there? Under the legon tree. You were there a couple of times. Well, I'll wear my suit and my shoe, crocodile shoe, and you and Jifa will be laughing. I'll polish my shoe. You are coming to preach under a trio. I'll wear my suit. My bow tie. Pastor Sean had his wedding. I was one of his best men. So they gave, we did shoot and he gave me this bow tie. I've forgotten the color. It's like pale, uh, uh, if anything. Cream, mirifi color. I'll wear the bow tie like that. Then I'll come and stand. Hey! With my glasses. When the church moved to Trefer, me shit suits, Panama, semi braces, and confine six. Hey, no, 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 no. I'm devoted. I'm devoted. I t- you, you, those days, what do you call me in the morning? Where are you? I say, I'm in the office. Then she will laugh. She say, you cry. Say, what are you going to do? I say, Ekra, I'm in the She will call again. They say, You are sleeping. I say, Ekra, I'm in the office. Even if I'm sleeping, I'm still in the you come, I've, I've deliberately put Bishop Douglas, like I'm busy working, like, you know, it says, my page, my papa, my home. That is devotion. That is devotion. When you are going to the Adenta church, how do you feel? You feel like you are going to stand in front of a thousand, then you know you are devoted. But if you go and you are doing the work, like, oh, any beer. You know, sometimes you, you are going to eat, but the real food is not ready. And they'll give you something to pass by your mouth. We call it aboda tui. You know aboda tui. In Tiano. Because the real food is coming. Now, what betide you now? Adrian Papanamba. What's in the American? Yeah. 
treat the work of God with faithfulness. God wants to see faithfulness. He wants to accomplish what? Faithfulness. He wants to see your devotion. Your unwavering devotion. When this is accomplished, then now you can talk business. When this is accomplished, James 1.4 becomes a reality. Who James 1.4? Now you are perfect. And you are entire. And you do not lack anything. It's at this level that blessings start speaking. Am I making sense? Yeah. So, this first thing, we, we are pausing to look at our lives. Before we do, hey, blah, 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 let's ask ourselves, am I faithful? Am I patient? Do I have the surviving abilities? Am I steadfast? Am I, what? What? Am I tolerant? Am I easily irritated? Do I easily speak my mind to God? Check all these boxes. As you check, you see that maybe you are faulting someone. Then now, you work on it. There are certain things when you do them, God will come by himself. Yeah. I said there are certain things when you do them, eh? God will what? Come by himself. Let me show you one last scripture, then we go. Go to Numbers 23. Verse 1. I said there are certain things when you arrange them in your life. You invite God. No prayer, nothing. By virtue of sorting out those character, whatever challenges, God himself will come. And Balaam said unto Balaam, build me here seven altars. Okay. And prepare me here seven oxen and seven rams. Two. Are you there? And Balak did as Balaam had spoken. And Balaam and Balak and Balaam offered on every altar a bullock and a ram. Three. And Balaam said unto Balak, Stand by the burnt offering. I will go. Give me a message. Look at it. He said, Balaam instructed Balak, Stand, watch here beside your whole burnt offering while I go off by myself. Maybe God will come and meet me with, and meet me with, and meet with me. Whatever he shows or tells me, I'll report to you. 
Then he went off by himself. Four. God did meet with Balaam. God did meet with Balaam. So all he had to do was set the altar. God met him. If you prepare your altar, God will come. If you had two sons eh, and you had an inheritance, your family business, $2 million. We've seen the value of $1 million. $2 million. One of your sons, he likes playing video games. It's not like he's a a bad boy, but he's not so responsible. God forbid anyway, not you. But he he likes playing video games and all this. But you have one who's very hardworking. He did accounting. He's always in the firm. Who will you give the $2 million to? To manage. Who will you give it to? The one who manages. Why? At least where he can keep buying video games for the one who plays. What do you think? (laughs) If you give it to the one who will sell. (laughs) And nobody will have food to eat. That's how God works. So, tell your neighbor, neighbor. Don't talk too much. Please, God. Be tolerant. When God says, wait, wait. You know, God is funny. Do you know God? eh? God is like that man who, (laughs) he says, wait, then he goes into the room, then he flips the curtain, then he checks your facial expression. (laughs) Have Have you seen that guy? It's like sometimes when I, I scold it, I say, sleep. Then the guy is sleeping then. When I know he will turn. I know he will wake up. So when I come out, then I open the door small. Then I'll see, is he really asleep? Lo and behold, I'll see he has turned and he's looking in my direction. Now open then you turn again. That's how God is. God will just say, Aya, wait. Aya, your marriage, I know, but wait. And you know what God? God is just going to see and flip. Will oh, I have to come and preach? What's the condition of his heart? Is he faithful? Is he tolerant? Is he giving me glory? Is he praising me? When God flips, he says, Oh, Aya is doing well. Then he'll pretend and come as if he didn't know what was going. He said, Oh, Aya, you've been here. Okay, come. But when he flips, then he sees you. He says, What is this? What is this? Oh, this? We've come here. You need to attend to us. You've been in this church. We've been praying, we've been fasting. Amen to declaration. We are not seeing anything. What is happening here? Eh? He said, This year, God will bless us. It's, it's February. Nothing is happening. What is happening here? Where is the car? We give. God said, oh, You have need of patience. <laughs> you call Gabriel. Say, Gabriel. Young Combra. Young Combra. If God sees here, Kwaba, also, so you better sit quietly, patiently, keep serving God, keep doing what you are doing, like nothing has happened, keep acting, like keep just doing wholeheartedly, keep coming to church, committing, doing the work as if Charlie it was a million dollar job. Blessed is he who that when his master shall come, shall find him doing the things that he bid him. God must come and find you doing the same thing. No matter how hard it is. 
I'm ending Colossians 2 6. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Seven. Rooted and built up in him and established in faithfulness as you have been taught, abounding therein in thanksgiving. Do you know the attitude we must have as a church as we, posit, as we wait on the Lord? We must be thankful. We must be thankful. We must appreciate God. We must keep loving God. Genuinely, we must not put time timelines on God. All this God is late. God, that's what brings the frustration that's what crushed Saul's destiny. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait on God. Was not faithful. He did not. He was not tolerant. Saul waits. Saul went to do the thing. Angrily. Moses, as great as Moses was, Moses missed his destiny because of this same intolerance. A lack of forbearance. It can wreck a glorious destiny. It can crush you. You have prospect, but you see that a lack of forbearance, a lack of tolerance can just mess your destiny up why because you are unable are we here so he says and while ye wait possess ye your souls keep your composure put a smile on keep your attitude right keep your heart pure keep loving god keep being that tight joyfully keep paying it joyfully keep paying it joyfully we all pay it. You know, said, knowing that this same suffering is accomplished in all your brethren. Now, why should it even be a burden to pay tight? There are some things when they are in your life, you don't see the blessing. When you remove them, then you see it. Offerings, service, diligence. That's how we do it. So God will be glorified. I don't know if I've taught you tonight. Have you received something? Let your hearts be established with understanding. Let your hearts be established with what? Understanding. Let your hearts be established with what? Understanding. So that the will of God will prevail. Hmm? Understanding is the steering of life. The more understanding, the better you stay and the glorious your destiny. So you know what to do. You're going to readjust yourself. Some of you must start smiling from today. Yes, you must be happy. God will show up. God will come. Some of you must be faithful. Some of you must stop memory. You gave an offering and you've been bitter since. How would you be blessed? And you are still waiting for the blessing. You've, you've spoiled it. You spot it. If you truly believe, you don't you don't talk so much. If you plant cocoa, it's not tomatoes. So. Cocoa is not tomatoes. It sometimes takes up to they say three years or so for cocoa to shoot up. It's there for, for it to grow. But guess what? When it grows, you eat of it every year, every year, every year. But tomatoes is just two weeks, it comes. But guess what? In three months, it's dead. You must be faithful. You must abide your calling. Today I was listening to a man of God. He said, if you're a young man, push it before your 30s 
And after that is the time to push. And I was lying down and I said, hey, then I'm doing the right thing because I'm in my early 30s and it's like, my wife and I, we are not thinking about today. Nothing we do is about today. We are sacrificing so much for our destiny. When I'm 40, by the mercies of God, when I'm 45, you see, by then, I would have worked my hard work. And now, I'll be on cruise control. I fly to churches. Someone who was buying CRV and kebab, when we were 33, won't understand why I may be flying a private jet when I'm 45. They won't understand. And they will say, young men have done this. But they don't know that 15 years ago, I was stealing my ground. 15 years ago, I was driving a car that the steering was like what? What do you, how do you call it? Like a rusty tap that won't open. But it's for the future. I said, then it's true. He says, so into your future in your 30s. Can you imagine our destinies in our 50s? Can you imagine we are sowing painfully now? We are not eating our money. We are not using our money to buy expensive clothes. Neither are we using it to buy cars. We are toiling. Yesterday I was a pastor. I'm going to help you, uh, Prophet Vanessa. And I was telling them, this is the time to work hard. This is the time to work hard. Forget about everything and work. My wife had to go to Scotland for one year. One good year. She had to. That master she got, if tomorrow, when she's 40, some oil or whatever company comes and fetch her and they dump $50,000 into her, her account a month, <clears throat> will she remember the one year she sacrificed? She won't. So you must sow today. And sowing is painful. But if you can't sow today. No, can you imagine? No, let's be honest. Can you imagine me when I'm 45? If Jesus dies. I will not be going to church under tent. No. I will not. I'll be flying to churches. Who knows? I'll be flying. Why? Because when I was 31, when I was 32, when I was 33, I was planting churches. So it's like cocoa. I'm planting my cocoa. I'm planting my... Now, people are harvesting their tomatoes. Harvest. But guess what? Ten years from now, I'll be a cocoa farmer. I'm cocoa. I'm cocoa. What I say? Let's keep sowing. Let's keep pushing. With the right attitude. With the right attitude. In due season, they say for for in due season, if ye faint not. In due season, put that scripture up. If you faint not, you shall have your reward. In due season, if you faint not. Let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap. So, woman of God, you are sowing. You are sowing. This is how your children will come and will be that the bees when they are working on people will be envying them. Say, this is your father, your father that has done it. They are sown for you. Yeah. 
That's how we'll pick your son, your small son's passport, and his passport will be like three like this. When you are traveling, you see some of the kids. Small boy, who won a passport? I tell you, baby, I don't know how to be able to I tell you, we used to first booklet, second booklet, third booklet. And so we'll be a deceased to Ghana. Stamp back with crying in the day. Because they papa and Bobra, man. Yeah. We will so. Are you here? Say, Lord, give me the right attitude as I wait on you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christaboundinglove.com and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.